because I, I can't do commercials, so I'm like, let's find a movie to put on. And we put on uh, Beverly Hills Cop had just started. And she had never seen it. Like, she didn't even recognize it was a comedy at first. You're not used to rooting for the cops either. Right. <laughs> well, that's, and that's we're going to get there. <laughs> Is the Bill Squire Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show. I am your host, Bill Squire, here with Tommy LC. Hello. And Pants. Hi, everybody. Our first episode with Pants has finally aired. and A success. A, a success, indeed. We're stoked. Yeah, people are, uh, congratulations. I'm like... This is cool. Like, I feel good about <laughs> right. this. Like, we're like, we're like, congratulations. I'm like, yeah, I put him on my podcast. Like, congrats on, yeah, I'm congrats on not having a complete fuck up with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I go, I go, uh, you know, congrats on uh, giving me hours of your life every week to come and record this. That's what it's, it's, what it's like to be the boss, man. Yeah. It's take all the credit, you yeah. know, just, just smile and say thanks. Mm-hmm. No, and, I've had a lot of. A lot of nice things people have been saying. A lot of people kind of surprised at my porn interests, which aren't. I that thought they were wild. super basic. Yeah, maybe they interests... were expecting more from uh, you. Like, uh, I don't know. I I am not. My horniness is not performative. I am not going to gussy it up for anybody. Mm. <laughs> He's a man of integrity. What can I say? Integrity. <laughs> oh my god! Fire me now. Get out. Yeah, that, that was a nice run. <laughs> that that's gonna be the thing that your mom's like. Oh come on. Was like, that a text from your mom or someone else? Uh, that was from my sister-in-law. Oh okay. I don't think she would care that I blew her up like that. No, she was. She doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> my mom is kind of like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, Watch realize my mom DVDs was for Christmas like, yeah, all those okay, years ago. Okay, she knows mine too. Uh, it's a my mom affair. does not listen. I don't. I don't believe if she does, she's never said anything. Uh, but my parents, uh, we, that's part of our Agreement? why we can yeah <laughs> why we can get along is uh, the less they pay attention to me, the better we'll go. To, we get along. I, yeah, I mean, I don't. It's nice that any one of my family would listen, but I don't really care either way and i don't mean I'm that in a bad way, way. yeah like, no, I'm the same oh yeah i don't too. care if they do but i mean they're just gonna hear things that they don't want to hear mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And i don't i don't care yeah but, it is what it is that's how it is you're with, here you subscribed yeah my it's mom's always proud of me right same no my matter mom how much too. about that's boobs it. and ass eating i talk about that's mm-hmm. gonna be the new slogan for the show you subscribe this is your fault <laughs> <laughs> this is we we uh we victim blame our listeners. <laughs> Just like Bill Squire showed on the back says, your funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should make some new merch, too. Uh, we got, uh, here we go. This All right. This oh, yeah. This is why yeah. you're here. No. no. I'm just saying, like, we, we don't have to figure anything out right now, but I've not really posted anything for a while. I did the, for the Alan Cox show, I did the big Billy's Bottom Boys uh, shirts. Saw those. Yeah. They're, By they're, Leslie, right? Leslie, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were fun. They were great. But, I mean, I was... I just figured it was your your ship to pilot. I wasn't. Yeah. I have no problem contributing, right. but at the same time, it's your show. It's your whatever. Oh yeah, we do it and make sure that you recover all your costs and everything uh, after I get my ten thousand guarantee. Mm-hmm. And then you know that's how the business is, man. Yeah, no, no, music we, industry, baby. This is off pod <laughs> stuff. But we'll figure some shirts out. I think that we. Can I'm not worried about figure, it. We'll figure out something fun to do. And yes. I mean, honestly, what we need to do is make the buck knuckle shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's buck knuckles is that's why you're here yeah if you go back to pants's uh appearance when was that like october i think 
think it was September or October. It was around then. Uh, you came on, and we. I, I was trying to get back into wrestling at the time. I had just gone to, or I was going to go to AEW, or I just went to it, whatever. But we, me and you came up with wrestling personas, and uh, you, we came up with Buck Knuckles for you, and Buck Knuckles. <laughs> He's just the best wrestler name ever. As a lot, I was a lifelong wrestling fan. I don't think I could argue with that. No. All right. So, with pants on the podcast, everything's going good. Uh, we just did the Shrek rave last week, and uh, I had a like that weekend was just nonstop stuff for me because Sunday, uh, my girlfriend and I stayed at a hotel overnight, went to dinner, and then we went to a casino. And uh, in town, yeah, we, we just went to the nine over here and uh, okay, then we, we uh, stayed, stayed there for the night, brought the dog. That's always nice. I love a hotel where you can bring the dog. How does that work out for you with the dog? He, she's good, yeah, she, she's not like she gets a little hyped up when we first get there, and like, but you give her a treat and let her like sniff around the room for a little bit, and then she's like, Oh, this is great, I like this because it's an even smaller space than we have at home, so she can just get like. She always knows where we are, and she yeah. She comes. Is she like my dog, where like the smaller the space, kind of the cooler out she gets. Uh, um, it's more just like as long as she's in proximity to me, and she doesn't like hearing other noises. Mm-hmm. So like, luckily it wasn't like a busy night in the hotel. So you know, there's a few doors opening on the on our floor, but uh, usually we just turn the TV on that drowns that out, and she'll just sit there and you know play with a toy or you know just sleep on the bed or whatever. So. It's pretty cool, but uh, they have a indoor dog park, what? which is. Are you able to access that if you don't stay at the hotel? Because no, yeah, oh, you have to like <laughs> these yeah. shitty weather months. That's something I would pay ten, fifteen bucks to right. just I'll, take. You know RV what? They too. might do it for for that, uh, but it's pretty cool. Except there's one part of it where the dogs go to the bathroom, where it's, uh, they, they do a very good job of keeping it clean. But it smells like the strongest indoor pool smell you've ever, like. Oh, like, like just super chlorined out. Chlorine mm-hmm. out That's better than poop and pee. It's yeah. much better than that, yeah. but like it's still a little jarring just because you're just like, oh, that's so <laughs> much cleaner. I think think like that whole hotel they got to just douse with chlorine, kind of. I mean, this yeah. that is that's, that's a, a fun hotel. hotel. That's a fuck <laughs> hotel for sure. It's a, it's a fuck hotel. To, to, yeah. to leave it at that, it's yeah. a fun hotel. Yeah. Uh, so we stay there, and then. Because we're staying in a hotel, you end up having to watch regular TV because they don't have Netflix or anything. I don't know why more hotels don't have smart TV so you can yeah. sign into your Netflix account. I even just just literally still the scrolling uh, yeah. channel thing. Yeah, it's what a, do you even call that? I do not. I, I can't guide. tell you. TV, yeah. yeah, the guide. I can't tell you the last time I watched TV in a hotel. Oh, you don't do that. And he I'm fucks in, in a hotel, Bill. Well, he fucked too. We just, <laughs> myself. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> No. Um, Usually, if I'm by myself, I'll just watch everything on my laptop. I'm trying if to I'm think, gonna like, watch anything. But you know, the two of us and like widening down at the end of the night, we just turned on. They have Showtime over there, so you know, not the worst. No, uh, no, we're right. watching because uh, I I can't do commercials, so I'm like, let's find a movie to put on, and we put on uh, Beverly Hills Cop had just started. Here's when's the last time you saw it? It's, it's ah, a few years, but yeah, not long enough. Like. Yeah. That's a hotel watch, though. That's a, oh, yeah, for sure. And she had never seen it. Have you ever seen it? It's been a long time. We have seen it. <laughs> so she was first was just, like, so confused by the theme song because she's like, why is this, like, kind of, like, she didn't even recognize it was a comedy at first because 
none of the jokes land the same it's, way they used to. No, no, and because it was also, you're not used to rooting for the cops either. Right. <laughs> well, that's and that's we're gonna get there. <laughs> but so you you have that aspect of it, and a lot of the 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 comedy of that day was just the straight attitude that Eddie Murphy brought to the role, where mm-hmm. he's just like, no one's gonna tell me what to do. I'm gonna do things my own way. And all this, and then like he's fast talking, but like I I don't know why they wrote this movie in a way that like this is supposed to be believable in any way, or even if it wasn't, just be so so, so funny that you don't care that it's believable. It just it's so flat. There's like a lot of these scenes where he's fast talking his way into a situation, and you're just like, why why is anybody just like so? Like, oh, wow, this guy must be know what he's doing with his confidence. Well, that was like, not... the Hills Cop was like literally when Eddie Murphy could have taken his shit in a toilet on film and it would have made millions of dollars. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. He, he, everything he touched turned to gold at right. that time, right? But it was also, I mean, it was, I think uh, it started, they, they made three of them. Yeah. Uh, I think they were making a fourth one. Probably. But it's it was just, I don't know, it, it, it just doesn't really hold up. And not again that it was like offensive or anything, it was just kind of like, Everything just kind of laid there, and it didn't pop like it used to. Other than here and there, there was a few laughs. I, I mean, I re- it wasn't that long ago I watched that movie because I kind of just wanted to. Because when the last time I watched it, I was like ten years old. So yeah. any of the jokes that are in that movie aren't going to land if you're like ten, right? It's like right. It's kind of a raunchy adult, yeah, comedy. So then I watched it, and it was like kind of like, yeah, this is kind of just like a straight up. Yeah, like procedural cop movie where like Eddie Murphy does some con man comedy shit here and there. You That's know? exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the eighties was it was different because, you, like, modern comedies aside from like your stepbrothers, like, it's just fucking slapstick laughs every four seconds because you're competing with the internet. Like in the eighties, I, 80s, it I was think like you there's could a, there's a sweet spot in there where I think they even got better at it in the sequels to these uh, Beverly Hills Cops movies. Like, I think second and third one are funnier than the first one by a lot. I never I do, I'll be very frank. I don't... I've seen one and two more than a couple times. Mm-hmm. I don't... Couldn't tell you them apart. Like, yeah. like, if you ask me right now, I don't remember what happens in one and one happens in the other. Right. The Mike Ehrman Trout, I remember, is in the first is one, Is in the right? first one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, there's an art gallery, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just think, like... Well, it's, it, I mean, it's a classic uh, trope. Uh, art dealers that are actually uh, just smuggling stolen stuff. And Eddie Murphy's an actual yeah. cop, right? Yeah, he's an actual cop from Detroit. But, but he's like a wisecracking, but, but his friend, con, that, con man guy. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> he used to be a con man and then he became a cop. And like, and then at the end of the movie, uh, the whole like reason that he doesn't get into trouble is because all the cops lie on his behalf. And I'm like, that's so... <laughs> Terrible! <laughs> like this is so funny that the the resolution of this movie is cops, you know, have each other's backs yeah. no matter what. And everybody's like, "Yeah, well. that's the way to go." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like that was the '80s when it's just like if you were a wise, you know, like yeah. you, like it just we turned a corner in terms of you make a cop movie these days, it doesn't quite hit the same. Right. Yeah. Well, you have like a cop movie like Lethal Weapon. The other dude. guys was a very funny uh, cop movie, but it is making fun of a lot of the tropes in those other movies. Right, it was a self-aware movie. Yeah, like, yeah. back in the 80s, like, Cobra starring Sylvester Stallone 
is like the coolest cop movie ever mm-hmm. because he just dresses like me and he wears aviators indoors and outdoors <laughs> right. and doesn't behave. He's like a lo- loose cannon cop that like shoots jaywalkers and stuff. It's like the <laughs> ultimate. And everybody's like, that's a good cop right there. It's say- the ultimate coked up like 80s. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, nope, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's just like the most, it's like everything in the 80s was like just every producer, every writer, every director, coked up beyond belief, mm-hmm. just like, yeah, that makes sense. And then the cop, he makes like $34,000 a year, but like he lives like in a two-story penthouse apartment like right. overlooking, like makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah that's like, that, there's well, well, everything like about it. The way he's able to get the hotel room in Beverly Hills Cop by going in there <laughs> being like, oh, you guys don't give, you know, and he uses the N-word. Yeah, and, yeah. And, the, and they're like, oh, no, no, you can have the room with this, but, but like, it just, it's a, like quite easy how he gets everything. And it's, it's it's you know, that, that part was silly and and funny but also one of those things where like i feel like in the 80s they would have been like yeah <laughs> like we, we're not just gonna give you a room man <laughs> like but that was like that was the world that i just if you were raised in the 80s you were raised to believe that every single dude had abs and was oiled up all the time and then like was like slick talk their way into like into anything yeah 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 just was- either slick talk or just straight up like muscle their way in or just like show like just cool attitude where yeah. and, and like you you know, you you have these contentious relationships with bosses that there's a lot of respect there, but you guys are yelling at each other all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the chief or the police captain's yeah. just like he's got, like, the glass window. He goes, damn it, Foley, get him out of his. Yeah. yeah, it's like that became like the, yeah. Was, but that's like, that stuff's aged, that's 40 years ago. Yeah. So that shit's, like, funny to me now. Like, well, it's, it's, it's hilarious, like a, and that's why watching it with Danny was so funny is because she's, like, what the hell is this? She's like, yeah. is this a parody? Like, this is, like, the trope that they hit, like, they hit trope after trope after trope in this movie. I'm like, well, that's because this is kind of the archetype for the, like, Yeah, that was comedy, the for that stuff. Comedy cop movies, which they've made a, a ton of since. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, action comedy movies are, like, they kind of started around that era with Eddie Murphy doing 48 Hours and that movie. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, she also kept hearing the synthesizer, like, score of, and she's like, what is this? She's like, because they were, like, having these really serious scenes, and then it just starts playing in the background. And then she did two and two, and she figured out, she's like, oh, I know this song because of Family Guy, because of uh, when Peter's gone, and so then she's, not stop doing that. So that that was a few days ago, and she just keeps going. <laughs> just, and then I'm there. <laughs> Do you have like a cop movie that you like, like, or like even just like an action comedy that you like? That doesn't seem like your genre. Not really, but Cobra. I'm almost positive. My mom has told this story a thousand times that that's what she was watching when she went into labor with me. Okay. I'm almost that positive. so much. I know. <laughs> no, I honestly, I grew up on them. What? what? I was like, you could say, that's what was on when, we were, when I was conceived. Oh, no. Oh, God. That would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> I was... Uh, I'll never forget, I was hanging out with, here's a name drop, I was hanging out with Kyla Kinane, and we're talking about Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. uh, comedian Kyla Kinane, for the few people that don't know. And then, so like... I was like, you've seen Cobra, right? And he just goes, no. I go, you haven't seen Cobra? Crime's the disease. He's the cure. And we're like drinking. He goes, you didn't just come up with that right now, did you? I go, no, it's like on the poster. Like, I'm not. 
mm-hmm. just coming up with that. Uh, I'm not just marketing. Just the best tagline for any movie. Yeah, I'm ever. not marketing. I'm not coming up with marketing for a 1984 movie mm-hmm. for like a friend at a bar right now. But I wish I I was kind of flattered he thought I could come up with that on the spot. <laughs> that's, that's very funny. Uh, so it's going from the yelling captains into getting yelled at by a boss. Have you guys ever had those moments where you've uh, been like chewed out by a boss? No, like, I was always a really good worker. You're always a good worker? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, She's a good worker. Sorry, guys, sorry. <laughs> I screamed at somebody, and then I told that myself to my boss. What? Tell us that story. She was just a very- Tommy's the yeah. bad boss. No, I- Yeah, I immediately called the regional afterwards. I was like, FYI, I just screamed at her. How long ago was this? Oh, it's been years. At least, like, six years. But uh, just a crazy marketer that- was very into got to get the numbers, got to get the numbers. So yeah. she would lie consistently to like our nurses and stuff. Oh. And I overheard her lying about me and a couple other people. And I just pulled out the door because they were talking in the hallway. She was mm-hmm. talking to my boss and I just started screaming. I'm like, you're a fucking liar, blah, 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 blah. And then after I was done, I called the regional and she's like, you're fine. <laughs> and then I was uh, Shrek ever since then. For my, or not Shrek. I said Shrek. I was like, you, Incredible was like, Hulk. Oh. Incredible Hulk. Green. I was like, elaborate on that. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I don't know. No, Incredible Hulk with that one. She, yeah, she so named me like that. That was like one moment. My one blow up, yeah. yeah. But never yelled at by a boss. Never I, got in trouble for that either. So. I, I just don't see you as yeah being uh, that angry of a person. Uh, I mean, I can get there, but I usually keep it to myself. I'm kind yeah. of the same way. Yeah. Every yeah, yeah. once in a while, I'll, I'll kind of lose it, but it takes Except that. Yeah. It takes a lot. It yeah. takes a lot for me to get to yell at somebody stuff, and like that's the thing that sometimes uh, when I'm dating someone, they have to get used to it. They're like mad about something, and then I don't match their anger mm-hmm. or their like energy. Yeah. And they're like, "What? Do you just not care?" I'm like, "No, I care, but I'm not going to scream about it." Right. Like, that seems ridiculous. The days of returning fire are long over for me with (laughs) bosses in my life. Yeah, Yeah, bosses and and ladies. I did get into (laughs) one screaming match with uh, a guy that used to work for iHeart, just going over some, like, contract and money stuff, and and just the the way it was going down just was making me nuts, and I kind of unloaded on him, and he he fired back. But I kind of started that one. It's not like he was chewing (laughs) me out for what I've done because when I have in rare occasions gotten in trouble on the radio uh, it's been stuff that like I'm like yeah I know I know (laughs) I know I shouldn't have done that but I did it like shit you said yeah that's like a that's like an Axel Foley like angry police chief moment right getting called into someone's Mm -hmm. office for that yeah but they're not even mad about it. They're just like, hey, we have to talk to you about this. Because I was about to say, like, in modern. It's, it's not. It's not. And it doesn't happen that often. Does anybody get yelled at in modern corporate America anymore? I think it's something that's pretty much going away. I, I think there's there's some of it. But, it, like, when it happens, it's very, like, uh, frowned upon. And, and, like, the person doing the yelling will get in more trouble than the person mm-hmm. that fucked up yeah. in the first place. Yeah, the only people that yell anymore are, like, the people that can afford to provide settlement money. Yeah, for like. sure. I, yeah. I like, And I haven't worked, I haven't had a quote-unquote boss in fucking 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, the last time I got yelled at was, like, when I was, like, rightfully getting chewed out, like, when I got paid five bucks an hour at a record store, you know, <laughs> like a glorified pawn shop. Why? Like, how much did you pay the double Bone Thugs album again? The brand new one. You paid four dollars for this. You know, 
I my my dad was a big yell and he owned his own you know owns his own company so he would yell at his guys and he'd yell at us a lot too he was he, he just if if it was he would just in lecture but like he the way he would scream at some of the guys those are costing him thousands of dollars so like I get why he would be that upset he even went to like a therapist and the therapist is like I I I mean I would be mad about this stuff too because it's costing <laughs> you you know ten thousand dollars of so yeah like try and control it better but <laughs> it makes sense that you're that used angry. to just be the like like my father's yeah. generation just everyone yelled. fucking yelled mm-hmm. that was the only way shit got done like my dad i'm not saying my dad yelled at me just like anyone in a work environment it was, was completely yelling. acceptable to just lose your fucking mind right you know right. so but and it's weird that that's the only way that people would respond because like and like like Tommy's saying, like you're a good worker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a good worker. Like everything that I need to get done is going to get done, and I work very good. With, just tell me what I'm supposed to do, and I'll make sure that's done when it needs to be done. Uh, there's times when I'm going to be ahead. There's times when I'm going to be behind, but I'm going to get it all done. Like there's going and it's and it is going to be done on time. I'm trying to think part. if I've ever been scolded as an adult in a work. I know, I'm yeah. saying. I've been scolded, just not in a work context. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about relationships. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 like it's... Uh, worse than a boss. But I think, yeah, getting... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting yelled at by a boss is just... I, I'm glad it's going out of style. I'm glad it's, like, not, you know, as yeah. much of a thing. I because think, dude, I think for all this, just the, the reasons gross. we can... Yeah, like, for all the things we can complain about mod- the modern age or whatever, mm-hmm. like like scolding is just not acceptable and it shouldn't be like yeah right and then you get these people like oh back in my day like everybody had thick skin but i'm like yeah but it was it's not that you had thick skin it's that you were desperately tied to employment in a way where you had to take it and they liked that you had to take it like that's not that's not having thick skin (laughs) that's uh abuse abuse Abuse, right yeah. yeah it's like you didn't just take it you like absorbed that and like took it out on someone else in some way, shape, and form. Right, and that's what usually would happen. So that when they <laughs> someone would get power, they'd you know it'd just be this trickle down of bullshit of just being mean to people. And it's you know I saw some of that with in the stand up world when I first started, where people were you know they they it was almost like a hazing type thing, but you, they're real mean and dismissive to newer comics and I'm like that sucks like this is already hard enough I'm not going to be the reason that somebody else doesn't do a good job like I, I'm just going to be nice to them and like not none, not do all that gatekeeper shit and, and make sure that people feel like happy to be around me maybe that's part of the people pleaser in me but I don't want people to be uncomfortable or like feel like they have to walk on eggshells around hey, me. I don't like yeah. I, I think like going back to like Middle school and high school, well, probably middle school and under. Just, like, you'd get bullied. I would get bullied. I'd get teased and shit. And then at some point, no matter how much we all want to believe, like, we were always a victim. Like, yeah, it's like, like I would I would find the kid weaker than me yeah. here and there. And when they were getting ganged up, I'd go, oh, okay, since it's happening to him, I'm just going to join in because it's not happening to me. Right. And it's like, yeah, looking back, it's like, oh, yeah, no one's completely innocent in all this shit. Right, right. Def- I definitely but it's like had that, some moments like that where I'd ganged up and i remember one time getting in trouble for that in school because i did get yelled at a lot in school i would get yelled at in school all the time because you don't say yeah and uh there was this girl that uh some of my friends 
like they said she like walked like a penguin and was shaped like a penguin and she like it really hurt her feelings and she went to a counselor and the counselor like pulled me aside he's like hey i know you well enough to know that this isn't your personality and you know you're really hurting her feelings and like it was such like an empathetic heart to heart that i was like oh i don't want to make people feel that way that makes right. me like yeah. i was trying to make my friends laugh but i'd rather there's other ways to do that and like that stuck with me from like I mean, that was seventh grade, and it stuck with me this whole time. Well, I think, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like, you know, the bullying and stuff is natural, but how you react to when you're taught that it's not a good thing is kind of, yeah, when you're confronted with it, that kind of says what kind of person you're going to be. Well, when someone confronts you like a human being, too. Yeah, right. Not just, like, (laughs) you know, screaming at you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that definitely, the the way he approached it by being very... uh, like you know direct about it but you know firm but not uh angry like and I, I can think of a few uh moments like that in my like middle school life where teachers like you know there's the times when they're like hey just shut the fuck up <laughs> you just shut the fuck up you know they're and then there's times when they're like anymore. hey right. <laughs> you're you're an adolescent and th- this is a boundary that you're crossing right now and you you don't quite understand that and I was like, oh, I was actually really thankful for for that because it w- it really did like there was a lot of butt touching happening when I was in sixth grade. Where, like <laughs> people would, <laughs> would there would be a lot of butt pinching, and uh, I got caught pinching a girl's butt, and the teacher's like, hey man, that's sexual assault. That's assault. Yeah, brother. yeah. And I was like, I don't want to assault anybody. He's like, well, you just did. Don't do that again. And I was like, okay. And it was like that. And I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. And and he he, he basically said. Uh, don't touch anybody without like he, you know, little less than consent. Consent, yeah. I was like, oh, this is this is much needed because it was happening so much where there was so much butt pinching going on that it was just like you were just joining in because mm-hmm. you thought that's what it was okay. But it, yeah, yeah, honestly, I used to do that to yeah. boys at shows. It was just like grabbing butts. So You're a yeah, butt grabber. Yeah, butt grabber. Yeah. No. Don't do that. Without and I was told exactly, and then I was told consent. I'm like, shit. At you're like right. shows like as a young adult. No, no. Oh my god, no, no. Sure this was right. like teenager, like in oh, uh, oh. not VFW. What are like, those halls? I was like, called? so what, like 2019, you're oh, just no, going around no, like a moose no. lodge. <laughs> I just learned about consent, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this is a long time ago. Like probably same, <laughs> same age. 2016, yeah, like middle school age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It was like those are. <laughs> Uh, core met. memories <laughs> that I have where I go, okay, I, I need to, and because of the, the way they approached it, because they weren't screaming at me or anything like right, that, yeah. I didn't go into, you can't tell me what to do mode. I go, oh, this is actually like them trying to warn me and not just warn me, but like help me understand, mm-hmm. yeah. which, which uh, went a long way with me. And I wish there were more people that were receptive to that because there's so many people that when they get reprimanded or just told anything, they're so defensive because of people telling them how you know those things in the past that it just triggers something in them and they or can't, they're just pieces they, of shit or they're pieces mm-hmm. of shit yeah. but i think there's a lot of people that they're pieces of shit because they never had anybody or the the formative people in their life were were shitty in the way that they they gave them feedback mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think that that turns people shitty Sometimes people just come out the womb shitty too, though, which is the real oh, yeah. nightmare. People, where like, no matter what, just a dickhead, like yep. just descended from fine parents who mm-hmm. are still together, and then somehow 
Just a dickhead. Just a dickhead. Yeah. Like, not even like a sociopath, like, you got to worry about this guy coming yeah. through the doors with a rifle. Just kind of like, yeah, like, you're just, you, you're inescapably shitty. Yeah. Just entitled and shitty. Why are you mean to the waitresses yeah. for yes. no reason? And, like, the, there's people that they think that's a good thing. It's like so, being, being mean to wait staff or uh, Any service, service worker. Yeah. They're just like, that's what they're there for. Who cares? I hate those people. Yeah, it's the worst. Worst kind Not of Not the workers, the, the no, mean ones. Like, I mean, I tip 7% just like anybody else. So, I mean, look, I, <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I tip 10%, guys. All right, chill out. Calm down. He doesn't tip. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, speaking of not tipping, you're opening a bar. <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah, old eighty six on the Detroit Shoreway. Come, come deliver upon all the karma I have earned in my years of being a rascal. Um, well, tell us more about it because I mean, this, this is something that you like a passion project, and I know you're super excited about it. And like, when when did this begin being like an idea? And then like, how did it get from like the idea of you know, opening a bar to like now you're actually gonna do it. So like literally, I mean, I've spent more than half my life going to bars and stuff and living the rock and roll lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. But my buddy Will Hollingsworth, who owns uh, Spotted Owl Prosperity, good company. You know, we would we would spend the last couple of years traveling, hanging out at like bars around town, yada yada, and we just started kind of talking about like what's what would be cool to open in Cleveland? That's something that he hasn't really tried opening yet. Right. And, it, and so, explain what all those places are. So, so prosperity, so, so that we yeah. can get to what eighty old eighty six is going to be. Spotted Owl is like a premier, like globally renowned cocktail bar, like super fancy. Not well, fancy. You know, are they the one that has the little spinny end. thing to yep. choose your the, kind the of drink? Wheel. Yeah, the wheel. The yeah. wheel. So um, I was I, there's lucky a more enough, scientific name for that, but yeah, I was lucky enough one time when. Uh, it was right before it reopened. We kind of had that. Was it? Who's? I think it was it your birthday? We were there for. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we were there for your birthday, and it was closed that night. And we just kind of got to go in and have some drinks. And I got to go behind the bar and make my own spotted owl cocktail. <laughs> and I basically just grabbed every bottle of liquor. Oh my god! Put it into a glass and made pants drink it. Oh, happy I'm birthday sorry. to me! Yeah, I'm yeah. not. It was deli- <laughs> it was as best I can remember. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, but that's the vibe. Like yeah, it's like it's like Will literally I think spent two and a half to three years opening that bar, and like that's his baby. That's his first yeah. bar he opened, and it's you it's know a fantastic bar. It's an award winning cocktail bar. So mm-hmm. there's that. And then there's Prosperity, which is like an institution in Cleveland. You know, it's like that he the, saved basically. Yeah, like the penultimate cool. fish fry bar in in Tremont and in Cleveland. And then there's Good Company, which is like a burger and wings joint. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, he talks to me a lot about what I like, and he knows like literally whenever I go to Spotted Owl, he has like a reserve of White Claws for me. <laughs> like he doesn't serve those; he just knows because I'm an idiot. Because we, ha- yeah, I'm not a fancy drink guy. Yeah. So, you know, he kept talking about like what would be cool. I was like, yeah, I was like, like. You know what I miss? I miss like the garage bar. And there's people in Cleveland that remember the garage Man, bar. Man, I miss the garage bar too. So that was kind of like, well, we're not going to reopen the garage bar. We're not going to open up because that was like a large scale bar that was also kind of designed like, no disrespect to Jeff Allison, like Guy Fieri's man cave. Like, yes. you know, had race <laughs> car gear everywhere. You Did know, you but ever go there? No. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was the shit. It, it was, was cool. It, it was, was cool fun. That was, that was a fun bar. And it was I was like so a rock shocked when bar. it went away because I've like, and maybe it's just the people that I run with. It, we just end up there all the time. Yeah. 
Like it, it was, was just, the spot because yeah. that was if they could have just hung on another year or two before West Twenty Fifth Street really popped. Yeah, they occupied West Twenty Fifth Street before there was Town Hall, before there was mm-hmm. Brightside, before there was any of that. Well, that's like, I mean, after comedy shows at the Improv or Hilarities. There was, I mean, there was some bars to go there, but especially after shows at the Improv, that's the bar because it was kind of like we go either there or we go to um, uh, Harbor Inn, mm-hmm. and it would, but like sometimes Harbor Inn was too packed or something, so we end up going to uh, yeah, Garage, garage bar, bar. You could fit damn near two hundred people in that bar, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It, so it was like it, it, it didn't. It was like a bar for the rock crowd, yeah, and the rock crowd occupied it, and it was just like fucking chaos every weekend in the best way (laughs) so like old 86 was kind of like let's open a bar that's of that spirit doesn't really look like the garage bar but that's the crowd we want that's kind of the energy yeah we want there and and also we try we're 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 trying to just open a bar like a shot in a beer bar you know there's no gimmickry there's no activities to do there it's like literally like come on in and bring your friends have a drink make a friend there whatever you know no cops there, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so, like. Um, but then it's like me being a, an artist and designer, and Will being being Will, who has like a vision for like what he sees and wants bars to be. Like we've really challenged ourselves to like every, every time we start getting a little too high, mind diabetes, we like slap each other on the hands, like this. So we gotta pull it back and calm and, down, you know, and like, have it be yeah, yeah. a unique experience, but not this crazy. Other it's thing. it's hard to do because it's like because you guys are so creative. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like I like it's the bar that I always wanted to hang out at that never existed. Mm-hmm. I can, can confidently say it doesn't look like anywhere in town. That's cool. And then I also feel like the thing I hate most of any kind of bar or restaurant or club is the second you can feel when there's pretentiousness oozing through the door, mm-hmm. through the walls, and it's like, no, man, like I want. A good place for people to make bad decisions mm. you know that's and that's, that's, that's literally like the it. cobra tagline <laughs> well i made that up yeah. but yeah, yeah like that it's... give yourself credit for it. you should text that to canane and be like, hey next time you're in town come to my bar it's but, a good place to make bad decisions so like guys like when kyle comes into town and like just people like that like that's who i want coming to my coming to my bar and just yeah. i like it's kind of as close to like a a passion project as i've had since the the pizza shop opened you know like I'm, and i've never owned a bar yeah i've spent i've spent gazillions could, of dollars in my life at bars yeah. so it's like yeah. yeah it's like it would kind of be cool to make a little bit of money right, mm-hmm. uh, off off of it but at the same time it's like i just it's cool to say i have a bar so it's like me and will's thing and our friend sinjin basically built out this place and it it's like as much as i just want to say nope it's just a bar i was like no nah, it kind of looks like like tech noir from terminator one or like <laughs> a, like a villain's lair from john wick so I it's like i love that, that. yeah yeah I it's, didn't it's, see. It, it, it's there's <laughs> people can look at it right like you got some progress pictures on their on the instagram oh uh, yeah yeah it's it's the the construction just completed this week so like from here on out we just have some art to hang and have like some odds and ends to what is it old 86 bar old 86 bar on instagram um and yeah so it's like i was just putting up graphics for weeks on end and i was like we i need more content than just putting jpegs (laughs) up there and stuff but that's also like we're not doing a facebook we're not doing a twitter it's literally just instagram um and it's just a very like reined in 
no frills approach to opening a bar. Like that's been the only challenge is being like people are like what's the what's the food like I'm like no food. They're like what kind of cocktails? No cocktails. No drinks with the sentences for names. Just just yeah. a bar. Just a bar. No no game. Well, I like it. We have one arcade game. Ooh. What game? I can't share that yet. Okay. Uh, it's a custom built. No, it's just it's, <laughs> we we luckily found there's like a there's like a, a video game graveyard in town that's actually pretty sick, and we 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 found a game that's pretty awesome. So mm. yeah, it's it's literally just me been spending the last few months with Will coming together, and and we're on the same page about everything, and it's you know it's also not a massive space, holds maybe seventy five people, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, very, yeah. Very cool. So I'm excited. Excited. Old 86 yeah. bar, a good place to make bad decisions. And the branding's already badass because Pants did it, and it looks awesome. Design bar. The, yeah, it just, is, it just, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's also, like, the, the, the challenge is also, like, I don't, I don't, it's it's playing the, the cool guy game where you're like, yeah, I want this to be a cool bar, but you can't say you want it to be a cool gar- bar, and you want to brand it cool, but you don't want to spend too much time branding it. Cause it's you don't like, want to overdo it, yeah. No, you look at like all the institutions in town, and we won't pretend to be any of them yet because it takes time to get there. But it's like, yeah, like I don't know, like that's gonna be the five o'clock. Mine's gonna be called uh, uh, the uh, institution, (laughs) and it's gonna be straight straight out the gate. We're an institution in town. (laughs) We're total poser bar. We we're just totally. This is stolen valor. (laughs) There's something to that. I mean, this that's there's more honor in that than just opening up a place and just being like, it's a vibe. You know, it's a it's just a place where like it is experience for people. Also, like it's just yeah. That's when you're in your twenties, you're supposed to be an asshole shit like that. So. You're very much in your 40s. I'm very much <laughs> approaching the end already, so I just really want to sit at a bar. And, uh, Tommy, if you opened a bar, what would yours? Anime bar? Yeah, it'd be cute. But also, <laughs> also, also, <laughs> it would also, <laughs> also be gothic. Okay. A little goth and, you know, Well, I can tell cute. you, I don't think there's any market for a, a cute uh, anime goth bar. It just doesn't seem like it's not at all. I know. Nobody would love Honestly, it. So talk to me, we, we talk to me Will, after. This out. Yeah, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Along with our other concept and we came have, up with yes, the other night. Yeah. And I would have cute drinks. I would have cocktails. Uh, what? Candy cocktails. Candy cocktails. Candies on top. Oh, wow. Yeah, all the fun stuff. Sugar I mean, you literally. Sugary. I love sugar. Yeah, make like a kawaii. Yes. Japanese themed thing. Uh, yeah. Japanese inspired. But now you got to figure out a good name. Yeah, I don't know what it would like be. A goth, goth anime. Old 87. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right next door. Free idea just yeah. for your ass. <laughs> no, that's the cool part about the bars. It's kind Big of on an island. Goth bar. <laughs> <laughs> Big. If you literally <laughs> open a bar called Big Titty Goth Bar, I mean, it's not going to be the crowd you want. Yeah, but it'll, but be, a it'll crowd. be a crowd. I'm sure yeah. I'll get a crowd. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be like a more. What What was the the look you said like when uh, they do like the uh, uh, eyes? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Ahigo or ahiga, however they say it. But what about it? Ahigoth. Oh no, you can't. <laughs> no, that's what you make the name. Oh, okay. And then it's a combination of yeah. that word with goth. And you're combining your worlds together. <laughs> I know oh, the name does. of the bar. What right. is it? Tummy ache. Yes, I I oh, get tummy yeah. aches. Hot girl tummy so ache. Hot girl yes. tummy ache. Yeah. There you go. Fuck yes. Tummy like ache it. actually just alone. Just tummy ache. Yeah, tummy <laughs> ache. 
But like when people walk in, like, so like, what kind of food do you have that we don't? No we just food. Tummy just, ache. Yes, yeah. just tummy ache. Got to be brave. Mm-hmm. Got to be brave. Now, do you guys have to do the thing where you sell like chips? That's a great question for someone that would know the answer yeah. to that. Um, I mean, we have. I mean, a, I know there's different kinds of liquor licenses, and like some people use. Like they have like a, a small menu just so they can get the restaurant. I one. think we're gonna have like the chips on the yeah. clip because of the mm-hmm. legally have to. Yeah, I have one good COVID story involving takeout food from that. That's it's literally how I caught COVID. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The night Joe Biden was announced uh, the winner of the presidency. Oh yeah. Me and me and a friend went to Christie's Cabaret to celebrate because we're smart <laughs> in the heat of COVID, and we'd spent all day drinking, and I was like. I'm done pretending COVID's real, and I'm just going to – I want to just drink my – I want to celebrate. I met up with Buds and had beers that day, and then I think uh, – I think it was at Hilarities that night. So Yeah, yeah it was, and then, yeah. so this is, like, very much, like – I think bars were still only allowed to be open till 10. So we go – we come, like, running through the door at, like, 9 p.m., and I'm, like – I tell my buddy, I'm, like – I was, like, oh, we better – I was, like, we got to house these drinks because they're going to close in, and the, bar, the bouncer at Christie's is, like – no, you know, we're open until two. And I go, I look at my buddy, I go, how? And they go, you, and then the bouncer goes, you can just take, buy takeout drinks. And my buddy who is smarter than me goes, yeah, like they just give you like takeout drinks and you can go house them in the parking lot till that last, last call. And I go, really? So, like, <laughs> so I go sit down, three or four women just come hop on my lap. My buddy's sitting there with seven masks on. Mm-hmm. Not me, just fucking, <laughs> ha like, it's over, <laughs> we made it. And then, um, so then, like, I go back, I go to get, like, my, finally it turns, like, 10 p.m. or whatever, and I go grab a drink, they give me the drink with, like, the weird lid on it, and they give me, like, a bag of Zaps potato chips, and I don't drink and eat at the same time, I'm either eating or I'm drinking, so I take, like, the chips, I go, oh, yeah, I was like, that's nice, yeah. I was like, I don't need it, and they just go, yes, you do, and they slide it back, I go, I'm not, I was like, like, look at it, I was like, no, I'm not hungry. And they just go, they go, we can't serve you this if you don't have takeout food with you. And they're like winking at me, and I go, oh. <laughs> so then I walk outside and throw the chips like in the garbage can or something. You and didn't save them for a homeless man? No, because I'm drunk. So, yeah, I didn't, you're going to have to. Rude drunk. Yeah, sorry, this is not a great night no. of awesome behavior from your boy's behalf here. That's the name of my bar. What? Rude, Rude drunk. drunk. <laughs> That's actually a pretty sick name, to be honest with you. And then, so, like, so then, like, at this point, I'm kind of, like, I go, oh, I was, like, I feel like I definitely have caught COVID. I was, like, if I haven't Just caught immediately. It, I hadn't caught it yet at that yeah. point. Yeah. And the vaccine, I think, was three or four months away from being a thing yet. Yeah. So then, like. I go off in the corner of the parking lot. There's, of course, like 30 bros all, like, huddled together, smoking cigarettes, drinking, like, bullshit and stuff. So, I'm, like, I'm off in the corner of the parking lot drinking, just, like, sort of just thinking about my life or what's left of it. And then, like, all of a sudden, I just feel like some dude, like, elbowed me, like, in the army. He's, like, he goes, we got this guy here, man. He's, like, he's got all these tattoos, man. He probably likes Joe Rogan. And, like, and I just go. And then before I know it, there's, like, 14 dudes and they're all doing like the fucking bro thing where we're all they're all just we're all wasted so they're all just kind of just start touching me and i can just feel saliva particles oh. hitting all like just all sides of my face oh. and i just go yeah i definitely have it now yeah. and then i think two or three days later Hits no you. smell yeah. no taste and i go i know exactly how this happened <laughs> I, go, I don't there's no mystery to how this this all happened to me oh 
Gross. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't from any of the dancers. It wasn't from... Right, it was men. No, it just was like from dudes wearing like um, 1776 American tactical t-shirts and shit. Nice. <laughs> so oh, thanks, Chad. The American way to get Whatever it. your name is. Yeah. I survived. Uh, Tommy, you have been having some some good days lately. Yeah. And you've been telling these, like, uh, on social, you're saying that, like, you, you're having all this good stuff and then you have a happiness hangover. Oh, yeah. I never heard this term before. Hmm. Have you? No. It normally happens. So, so walk us through, like, your most recent one. Um, like... Well, I'm trying to think. It's been a little while since I've had a really bad one. But, okay. like, anytime I go on vacation, this is how it kind of started. It would yeah. be, like, a vacation, a long extended time off work over the weekend, stuff like that. When I come back, I just get insanely depressed for, like, no apparent reason. I think there's a very apparent reason is that you're not on vacation anymore. Well, so, yeah, but it's to the point where I would, like, just sob mm-hmm. for no reason, and it's just people call it a happiness hangover, and that's exactly what it that's, is. It's like it's the come down. bummer than I thought it was. Yeah, it's yeah. depressing as fuck. It's not fun. Yeah. I thought a happiness no, hangover was, like, the, the day after you're happy, you're like, I'm still so happy. No. Like, so much happiness. No, it's like, very depressing. It's very, well, that's the thing. Like, it's such a, like, like I, I don't think I've had that where, like, I'm like, oh, I had all these good days, like, and now I'm not in the, that time anymore. I, I in definitely doesn't manifest the same way. Yeah. If I've had it, yeah, uh, it's more like, oh, I'm just kind of d- bummed that I have to get back to my mm-hmm. routine and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but I think the one that you mentioned, like you, you had like done like a real fun shoot and stuff like that, and like yes. by the time you got home, I was already you're just yeah. Like, Boof. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. Just had a very you know good fun shoot with a bunch of people, and literally by the time I was home, an hour drive, I'm just like. So down, and it's just part of you know my and depression. Like the, just well, like have shifting you ever back in the day job mode. Uh, yeah, 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 kind of. But my, for mine, my emotions are just very heightened. I'm also like just an intensive, like intensively sensitive person. Yes. So it's just my, I can be super high, super low, and it just comes. I don't know. Just where. riding, Sometimes. just riding the wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's gotten better lately. That's good. I feel like That's it's, good. Yeah. And, and so when you you have those like high highs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Shrek rave. Shrek rave, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have a hangover this week, but I also you had, had a landing holiday. gear, which was the podcast. True, the podcast yes. was your landing gear. Yeah. Like, Dude, oh. honestly, that was like. I woke up the next day and I did not feel horrendous, yeah. and I think it was because we. I literally took like an hour break from drinking and just honestly had to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to be with my thoughts and like had to actually. Mm-hmm. I was like screaming into well, someone's ears. <laughs> I was I was editing the podcast today, and I was just like. Oh, we weren't like now when we first get back, <laughs> there's definitely like the first time I like look at the com- camera, I'm like, we're back. Like, <laughs> like one eye's bigger than the You're other. Like, oh, like, no. it's, it's pretty apparent. But by the end of it, like, it's, you know, we've coherent. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing's coherent, but it just, we also, we didn't really go that hard drinking wise yeah. there. I did. Well, you did because you kept. I took a lot of laps. You did a lot of laps. I was, I was quote unquote looking for content. Yeah. 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 So, and we no, I, I did like, I think I had like three 24 ounce white claws and like a shot. Yeah. So it wasn't nuts. Yeah. yeah. I think I did like two of those and I think you did like one and a half. Two claws. Yeah. Yeah. Claws. I didn't finish the yeah. second one. I don't think those you're right. Claws and then are so a shot. Big. They're so big. They're yeah. So big. Bear claws. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. But so is there, have there been times when you've had this happiness hangover and like been able to, or like felt it coming and been able to be like, okay, I'm not. 
gonna succumb to this or like you can you can get those emotions under wraps or yeah yeah like what, what are some of those working out working kinda, out yeah working out I, helps me doing just like laundry literally just hanging man. stuff up getting the, having no something to keep my physical brain movements yeah. yeah physical yeah. Mo- movements and just cleaning like accomplishments mm-hmm. yeah like simple accomplishments oh i got so much laundry like we've <laughs> i've got so much laundry to like just hang up and, yeah like, it's all clean. same actually and i just man i cannot keep up with it yeah, yeah covid just... taught me the zen magic of just doing dishes like hand washing them because mm. i was like i have my phone can't be around and it's yeah. like me just doing the thing yeah no. yeah I, I don't mind doing dishes at all La- folding and like putting laundry away just especially when it's like an overwhelming amount like which we let it get to mm-hmm. and i'm like oh but yeah, trying to get, get off my phone we're, too. Yeah, that's something I. T- that's something I struggle uh, with for multiple reasons. Does, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been trying to be better about that. Playing games like board games mm-hmm. is a good way for for me to put the phone down. And then also, uh, even though it's still like a screen, Danny and I play Fall Guys. Oh, okay. Have you ever played yeah. that? I have not. I know what it is. It's, really, it's if yeah. you have you, it's like a. It's an online game where, like, it's just a bunch of, like, beans is what they look like. Like, <laughs> these guys that, like, and you just got to run through an obstacle course. But you're not super athletic, and no one can get, like, any uh, – everybody's got the same skill – well, not skill level, but the same attributes. Are you playing this on your phone? So or? you're playing it on a Switch or, like, a PlayStation. Okay. And you can play it on all these multiple platforms – in like one group and it's really fucking fun and so i'll play that with danny and that that way we just have to i mean like me danny and then her friends like on speakerphone playing at her house <laughs> and we're just uh playing this kind of a children's game but it's so fun and so silly and uh we take it way too serious <laughs> but it just so, it's great focus though yeah. like it's, it's just like we're all in on this for the time. I started doing like uh painting D figures i've only oh, done it a couple times cool. but that's like just something i want to like very you have to focus on yeah stuff like that that would that sounds like a fun one yeah you all have way you know how to paint pants never try <laughs> no dude that's that's the challenge of my life is like i spend all day on screen devices yeah. mm-hmm. doing design and art stuff yeah so by the the end of the day like i've tried multiple times to get into video games and stuff mm-hmm. and i don't have the patience for feel? any like how do you feel about yahtzee you want to come play some yahtzee yeah, well, that's the other rocks. thing is normally I'm just by myself. Like when I wind down at night and I'm looking for something to do, yeah. it's like literally me putting on like just the most zone out television I could find yeah. and just like half watching. Well, we mm-hmm. should have a Yahtzee night over Yahtzee. At my place because I, I got really into Yahtzee and I have like all the different. I can safely pubs. say I don't think I've ever played Yahtzee. Oh, Dude, it, it is. It's fun. Easy. I'm Jewish. It's easy and it's it rhymes fun. with. Okay. Oh yeah, understand. Offensive, oh, problematic. To be honest, yeah. it's the, that's what the point of the game, right? No. Oh. It's oh, pretty close, pretty, you know. Now that I think about it. No. Oh, okay. there's, there's right. no. Uh, yeah, no, I'm down. Supreme race or anything like okay, that. Okay, my family. <laughs> it's fine then. I, I'll I'll, tr- I'll check it out. No, it's it's a it's a stupid dice game, but it's really fun and it's super easy to play. And uh, yeah. there's like kind of strategies to it, and it's it's anything that's not fun. like digital, like just like reading or like board game stuff seems wildly appealing to me. Well, and and that's the beauty of it is because you don't have to like we won't have to explain it to you. A bunch of times like you play very, one yeah. round and you're like i get it whereas yep. you know there's plenty of games where you're like wait what mm-hmm. like try to learn how that's to why like it. uh when I, when I go to when i i recently 
started doing blackjack in Vegas. I'm not mm-hmm. a big gambling guy, but like mm-hmm. it's an easy game to learn, but it takes forever to to even get close to trying to do. Yeah, which is my degenerate way of thinking, and I have a healthy coping mechanism for like solitude or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I would go play some blackjack with you if you can. Uh, I've never sat down at the table, or like I maybe done it once or twice, but it's been like a long time. It's like the most fun I've had at like a table game yeah. in Vegas or like any casino, really. Uh, I won't pretend to to be good at it. I could show you the. Like, I mean, I know the basics. rules, but like yeah, I think there's probably more. Like I'm more worried about the etiquette of the table. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah, because I know that's a thing. And then also, like after you, I've been drinking brown liquor all day long. I'm really good at uh, not following yeah. the, the um, <laughs> unwritten rules of table protocol. But... Right. All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap this episode up. Uh, check out BillSquire.com. I got shows coming up. Uh, funny stop, March 31st and April 1st. Get those tickets. Let's sell that motherfucker out. And then uh, whatever else is on there, I want to sell them all out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy t- yeah, run, buy the, run the board. Buy, buy them all. Buy all the tickets. Uh, and then check out, uh, you know, the podcast. Tell more people about the podcast. It's been doing really well uh, in this new – not that it wasn't doing well before, but, the you know, the little uh, the new cast is doing good numbers. Shrek so. Rave episode is going to really blow this thing it to, it really next, is. to the next oh, yeah. level. Uh, you got Old 86 opening soon. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Follow them Old 86 on, bar on Insta. Yeah, on Instagram. Insta? What? Insta. <laughs> See, there's something going on. Got, you got a lisp. Yeah. I got Insta. <laughs> Anyways, Old 86 bar uh, on Instagram. And Tommy at Tommy LC. You got any interesting shoots you've done posting anything like that? <sighs> Ray and I did a nun shoot and they took some stuff down. Oh, that's Which is the first time it's ever happened. Insta? Insta? It, no, OnlyFans, only yeah. They took down what? The nun stuff? They, yeah, well, not all of it. Yeah. The, it there was insertion of things uh-huh. that apparently aren't supposed to be inserted because they're not meant for being inserted. Oh, uh, okay. It's like, well, give us a fucking crucifix dildo then. Too we can't find fans. it anywhere. Yeah. That's kind of a flex. I mean, it is, but it was consensual. Well, like it was a crucifix. Yeah, but no, it wasn't like an. It was a plastic one. But, but I'm you just, were like, like, yeah, in her, in her little, in her little cooch. <laughs> in her little cooch. <laughs> what the fuck? Does OnlyFans? Who is reporting you on OnlyFans? It was like almost immediate, and hers got taken down too. So I think it truly what was. What priests are jacking yeah. it right. on Instagram? Like OnlyFans? That yeah. oh, what? Well, that no, sucks. I'm. You know what? Honestly, there's probably a lot of people <laughs> on there. That are uh, yeah, Christian, but yeah. that is my my gripes about hard. OnlyFans as a platform is we could do a whole other episode. About <laughs> no, just just criminally technically crappy video it's player. So, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Great There's platform, a lot of great concept. Yeah, they could really pump a couple bucks into like fucking making it an easier user experience. Yeah. For sure. Did you guys also? I'm so sorry. Now that you say that, as I was on my way here, Heather sent a screenshot of a post. OnlyFans did about a dating thing, a dating show that they're doing. An OnlyFans like, dating show? Yeah, creators. Oh. I don't know if it was, like, real I'd or probably, not, I'd, but... I'd probably watch that. You would? <laughs> but, like, what kind game? of... Is it all creators? Like... I don't know. Cook, cooking versus, you know, might get hooked up with some... I think that's the interesting part. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. I'm, I'm interested. Is it going to be airing on OnlyFans? I will have to figure that out. Is it going to because it's it's either going to be like a porn type show or it's going to be like a mainstream type? Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I would rather honestly see the latter. I think yeah, it might I be, be like more entertaining. I want it to be. I want a dating show where we see 
nips and puss. Oh and no, dick. I'm saying like, like <laughs> I want, I want, I want the whole thing. Like I want to see them actually fuck. So if they did an OnlyFans dating show where it was like actually go like them going out with someone that they actually like, yeah, and not just like a porno one where they're like, "Why well, like?" and we're just fucking constantly like people with chemistry fucking. Oh, I love it. I see. Yeah, I mean, I, I like watching hot people fuck, but like. I think to watch like creators go on actual dates, mm-hmm. like say the show aired on TLC or something. Yeah, it yeah. says OFTV, so it must be. That's yeah, oh yeah. I mean, never mind. So they're just gonna be fucking. Yeah, they just gonna be. Well, I mean, they'll be like going out for like you know sushi and then yeah. maybe a drink and then, but then they'll be fucking. Yeah. No, no crosses entering. Holes of any sort. No crosses, yeah. So anyway, at Tommy LC. Yeah, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's Tommy okay, LC. no, it's all right. I love when I get derailed. Like, uh, at Tommy LC on all the social platforms, including OnlyFans. Yes. And then uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Take it easy. This is the Bill Squire Show.